It is Wednesday. Two, 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 two. Twenty-two. <laughs> Let's go. We are back. It is episode five of season two. Vince, I mean, we we don't we don't quit even if we could, man. I mean, I'm right. on the road right now. I'm in a fucking hotel room. Traveling Mike today. Traveling Mike this whole week, man. It's been crazy. Uh, I love that. It doesn't suck, man. It does. Grind don't stop, dude. Grind don't stop. Grind don't stop for nobody. But uh, we, we are back at it. We are back at it with uh, not another episode of fun. And, and on the on the weirdest day, it's a good omen. So everybody out there, say your prayers. You know? You know? We're right 22s, back. bro. 22s. <laughs> it's another episode of 22s. I love we it. We got two sets of 22s. <laughs> we got two sets of 22s. We got a lot of content to get into. Vince. Oh yeah, you picked out a very strange and unusual, and I'm just gonna let you roll with it. So, oh yeah, stage, strange and unusual it is. Um, so the All Star starters came out for the NBA this past week. Um, so I was like, cool, intrigued, check it out. One name that stuck out that hasn't been there before, and I don't know if he should. Andrew Wiggins, he's been named an All Star starter for the West, even though they're gonna draft their team or whatever. A little bit of uh context so he's averaging 18 points four rebounds two assists which is not all-star starter numbers no but shooting 48 percent, pretty good close to 50 his he's shooting 42 percent from three so he's shooting well but not an all-star starter the strange and unusual part about this is that the golden state warriors hired a k-pop star named bam bam to actually tweet about andrew wiggins and get him on the all-star starter and if anybody knows anything about K-pop, it is enormous. Like the following is through the roof, getting bigger every day. Bam Bam's really good. He's from um I think he's Thai. I think he's Thai. Um well, but he's yeah, K-pop, he's, isn't that Korean? Yes, it's Korean pop. Yeah, so it's K-pop. I think everybody else that's in the group with him is Korean. Okay. Um, but, but he's, he's Thai. Thai guy. Okay. Yeah. And uh yeah, he plugged Andrew Wiggins to nine point six million followers. And they did it on a double vote votes day, and I think he was like over 200,000 votes more than the next person, which is crazy. It became the number one trending, tom- uh, trending topic in Thailand, and he has the third most third most votes for the Western uh, front court. So crazy. That's not how it should go. The fan vote thing's interesting, but I just thought it was funny. Um, but, you know, obviously somebody got snubbed because Wiggins was putting in this year. I mean, fuck, that's how we should market the podcast. Fuck. That's fuck what Instagram. I'm saying. Hey, Bam Bam. Hey, Bam Bam. Hey, Bam Bam. Bam, Bam. Hey, Bam Bam, you want to plug the taxi squad? I mean, what's going on, babe? Um, I'm sure uh, whatever they paid him had to be a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Astronomical. He got a bag. Yeah, he's, a, he, he's so famous. So famous. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. No, well, yeah, that's, that, you know, that's kind of shitty to see, though, you know? That's why I always feel like the players should vote or something. Like, Sometimes I feel like, but then again, then it's biased as well. Let the fans always vote, but even the the fans out of the country still get a vote. Yeah, and it's I I guess like they're trying to promote an international game, so they can't really do that. It's weird. It's weird though because there's no real way around it, and it's kind of similar with the Hall of Fame thing, where I'm like, let the players vote for that makes the most sense. Sure, but this is like I don't really know how you go about it, and I don't know. I'm kind of one of those people that all-star games or pro bowls or anything i just kind of take it with a grain of salt yeah like the baseball star game is cool because it actually means something yeah like well it doesn't really anymore because they changed that last year oh that's right it used to growing up and those games used to get Mm -hmm. heated oh yeah absolutely heated man 
And the, I mean, the all-star weekend for the NBA is fun as hell with the three point and the rising stars and all that shout out to Io Dosumu for getting put on that. Oh, good for him. What is he going to do? Three point competition. He's going to be in the shooting or the rising stars game. So it's like the rookies oh, versus dope. the sophomores. Well, that's good for him. Hey, being a second round draft pick, you have a guy. Good for him. Yeah, that's 38th overall. Weird. And he's, I think he's starting too, if I'm not mistaken. Well, right now he probably has to because we're decimated as a team. So, yeah. Hey, it's good. It all works. It all flows. Um, I am all about it. Let's, uh, you know, let's let's transition here. I mean, what a what a conference championship Dude. weekend! What a two weeks in a row, man! Insane. I'm just gonna keep picking the opposite team, and the team I really want to win wins. Yeah. So this is another week where we basically struck out entirely. Except you, <laughs> it was... you I struck out entirely. <laughs> I, and you know, I had in the gut too that Joey B was gonna win. I even said it: Joey B is gonna win. Joey B's going to win. I had a gut feeling he was going to win. And that fucking kid, he's got a horseshoe in his ass. And he just continues to ball out. I mean, yeah, you know I'm always taking the Chiefs. But watching that game, I was like, there's something here. Like the motivation here. Whatever it was, it was. It just felt like the Bengals were taking it. Did, do having we think the, it was having Jackson the... Mahomes? Do we think it was Jackson Mahomes? He, he came out there. He's like, I'm not here to beat this motherfucker. I'm here. Yeah, to probably was. Guy. The NFL is like, nah, we're not letting this guy. <laughs> we're not letting this guy to the Super Bowl again. There's no way. Oh, no. That would have been bad. But been even late. so, it was really, I mean, the the story of the game, for me at least, it was very back and forth. The Bengals had a really had a lot better second half um, to kind of come back. But really, it's it was that OT, that pickoff was. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was, was like, literally it was like destiny. the football gods put the ball into the right in his hands. hands. It was like, just here you go. Because but I mean, I hey, the go. game wasn't all over there. I mean, Joey B had to drive down the field. They had to get it all going. I mean, big effort by that team. Yeah, I mean, and the de- I mean, the defense defense showed the fuck up, dude. Holding the Kansas City Chiefs to twenty four points in a conference championship with a beat defense that, like, even they'll probably admit wasn't the wasn't even close to the best in the league this year. They held That's them, amazing. They held them to three points in the second half after getting absolutely blown out, basically, yeah. in the first half. And it was, yeah, 21 in the first half. Incredible. 21 in the first half. And then they could do nothing to stop them. I thought the game was over. I was like, yep, here we go. Another another team that the Chiefs is going to fucking run through. No big. And then sure yeah, enough. Yeah. It felt like last week was like this, or the week before this was like the Super Bowl, you know, watching the Chiefs and the Bills. It was like, damn, I don't see anybody beating whoever wins this game. And then goddamn next week. Three point game, boom, call it. Well, it's Joe Burrow, man. I mean, he he just he, he has this ability to win. I, I read a stat the other day. If he goes into a game, if he's an underdog by more than three and a half points, he's six and one. Whoa. Six and one. Six and one more than three and a half point underdog? Uh-huh. Wow. Six Damn. and one. And he's so, got this like confidence to him. I'm just like, let's go. Go like I would lead him in a bat. I would go with him in a battle. He can lead me. Just the story, man. I mean, just Ohio kid, originally recruited by Ohio State, and mm-hmm. then like transfers because he can't play at Ohio State because Justin Fields comes in and boots him out. Urban's like, yeah, you're done. And then he transfers to LSU. Well, played- it was um, he got injured too, and and uh, that one guy took over, and that ended up being nothing in the NFL. Correct, correct. So uh, he has surgery, comes back rehabbing it they're like yeah no dude you're done doesn't and what the were up. they like four and something last year who the Bengals? they were horrible well because he got hurt 
Well, right, yeah. It was and just they were like... winning close games though, last season. They were. He was playing in a bunch of close games, but they would just lose. They just didn't have the horses, as Norman Nate would say. And then, like, out of nowhere, just this year, I, I don't know if it's an anomaly or what. I mean, this team's going to be very good for years to come. Yeah, I like to think so. I mean, like, there's always a chance that they can obviously go down next year, but I'm not going to bet on it. And also, they got another game to play. Also, fun fact, I learned that Sam Hubbard also went to Ohio State when Joey B uh, left as well. So, Sam that's a fun Hubbard. story. Yeah, that uh, I think it was like the left end. Oh, left them. tackle. Something like that. He, yeah, he's a, he's a defensive player. He was the beast. He kind of there was one play where he closed in on the. Uh, he was playing QB spy and just basically like walloped Mahomes in the backfield. It was it was dope. Oh man, I mean, just this game. The second half was so much fun to watch. I like. I was at this bar in uh, John's Pass, which is in uh, like Tampa area, mm-hmm. uh, Madeira Beach to be specific, and we were at this awesome bar called Mad Bar. And there was a ton of Bengals fans in there. And we went That's there cool. for the second half. And it was just fucking electric, dude. It was so sick. Like, just awesome environment to be in. And, like, everybody lost their damn mind when this team won. It was so impressive to watch her comeback being mounted quite like that. And then Evan McPherson's just an absolute beast. What a boss, dude. I, dude, I love him. Like, he's probably a top three kicker in the league now. He might win them a Super Bowl on his way. Good. He very much good. I mean, really, the only person I'm putting over him is Justin Tucker, and that's high that's praise. A, that's a big – I mean, hey, Vince, you draft Justin Tucker with, like, the fucking fifth yeah. pick in the, the fifth I draft pick kickers, in the fifth baby. round. I, I draft mean, kickers, baby. <laughs> Vince drafts kickers in fantasy. Like, hey, dude, I'm taking Tucker. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I think I picked him seventh round this year. Seventh round. I was like, Vince, seventh round? You're like, fuck yes. you, dude. He's my guy. Yes, I take my guys. If they're up there, I take them. <laughs> dude, sometimes you just got to take them. I, I, I love this game. I mean, you know, Joe Mixon led the led the charge rushing. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was a hell of a game by him. Jamar Chase kind of got taken away in the first half. Um, still six grabs, though. Still six grabs. T. Higgins, man, showed it was up. His game. Yeah, showed that was up. his game. Didn't have a touchdown. Six receptions, 103 yards. He averaged 17.2 yards a catch. Yeah, it Chunk was great. Plays. Chunk plays. Also, Sabaje or P. Ryan, goddamn. That one yeah. run was 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 one, was the difference, really. Yeah, think made, about it. that made a huge difference right before the half. I mean, for mm-hmm. them to score right before the half, it, it gave them hope. If they don't score there, the game's potentially over. I mean, hell, too. It's that's going to be a replay in Cincinnati for a long time to come, too. But if you think if, about it, if you really think about it, the Chiefs fucked themselves before the half because they could have kicked a field goal, and got points, mm-hmm. and and the Bengals stopped them on like the two. That was crazy. I didn't, and I was thinking about it when it was happening too, like in real time. I don't even know how I would decide to do it in that scenario. It seemed like they were going to automatically score, so I assume that's why they're going to go up there and do it. But you always got to take those points. Always got to take the points. I, I mean, if you're two seconds and you're like, okay, we got to get some points going in the half. I mean, it's not feasible. I mean, I understand it's a little conservative, but I feel like. Kind of lost yourself the game right there because you could have made the game twenty four to ten, two touchdown difference. Hey, and it's a tie game if that's or they would have won by three if the game the game ended with that, you know. Oh yeah, like they lost the game by three in OT. Like, could have been the difference. Could have been the difference. I mean, obviously it changes game flow when you're up and all that, but still it could have been the difference. 
It could have been the difference between winning that game and losing the game, although Mahomes did not show up in the second half. Did not yeah, I don't up. know what that was. And that's what I was saying about the Bengals' defense. It's like, where where did it come from? It's just Mahomes throwing two INTs is just wild to me. <laughs> like, it's just, it doesn't really happen all that often. He's obviously, he's like not prone to mistakes, but he makes them time to time. But it just seemed like it wasn't even him making mistakes. He kind of was just like, where do I throw the ball? Well, I feel like Mahomes, they game planned really well for him in the second half. And usually you don't see halftime adjustments work that well. That aggressively, right. At least in the NFL. In college football, different story. College yeah. football, I mean, you, you can make a second half adjustment and the entire second half is a different ball game. They, whatever their adjustments they made, their defensive coordinator deserves mad fucking props because whatever it was, he figured it out. Yeah, I don't know. And like I said, I mean, they weren't the best defense in the league. They probably weren't even top 15, like, if we're thinking about it. No, they weren't, just, but, it, dude, it's just when you get hot. It worked out. I, the thing is, too, is, like, I like everybody on the Bengals, but I don't I don't necessarily care for Eli Apple all that much, but he was everywhere on the field this week. Dude, Eli Apple wasn't always, like, this good, by the way. Mm-mm. Like, he's jumped a lot. He was a first-round draft pick by the Giants and then kind of jumps around, but now he's seemingly caught on. I mean, I don't really have a problem with him either way. He had a great game. He had six well, tackles. He called out Tyreek Hill after the game on Twitter. And Tyreek Hill's like, Tyreek Hill's like, just text me, dude. <laughs> he's like, why are you trying to start beef on Twitter? Uh, and I was like, know damn. These guys, they get all high and mighty after. I know. I just thought it was funny because it was like, oh, he's kind of big nutting him on Twitter right now after they lost and it kind of worked. <laughs> well, he does the same ignorant bullshit also. Yeah, so, totally. I mean, the peace sign. And, you know, the reason they put in the taunting rule in the NFL is because of the peace sign and it doesn't mm-hmm. get called on him. Must be nice, yeah. bro. Now, I mean, that just happened in the NBA. I'm not sure if you saw that, but I did. Russell, I Russell, mean, Wes- Russell Westbrook does this thing where he like, uh, I forgot the actual like thing that he does. It's like this hand gesture thing. Anyway, they were playing the Hornets and Miles Bridges comes up and yams on him, comes back and does the same move and the, uh, the refs called attack on him. <laughs> it was just like, dude, he's Russell Westbrook's been doing it for years, and then another person did it, and all of a sudden it was a technical. It was like I'm so the sick most of Russell soy Westbrook. boy thing ever. All I'm rest, so, dude. I'm so sick of him. I mean, he was great when he was young, and him and and KD and the beard, and they were all doing their thing yeah. out there in OKC. That's when they were a lot of fun to watch because they played as a team. But now this hero ball bullshit. I mean, can't get Westbrook, behind. dude. He's Westbrook. Yeah. I mean, he still can drive all day long. He just can't shoot. Right. So, yeah. But to get back to the football, I mean, to give everybody some idea of this Evan McPherson and why we're so high on this guy, he had 13 of the 27 points on Sunday. He was out there a lot. Four field goals. Hey, sometimes you just got to win the game, man. You know, there's, there's no. There's no pretty way of doing this. You you win ball games. It doesn't matter how the fuck you did it. A really important point, too, I'd say with that is having a kicker that you know is going to go out there and knock it down is such a calming thing for a whole offense and a coach. Like, play style-wise, and I would, the reason I knew this about Sam Hubbard is I was listening listening to an interview with him today. But he's like, it's, it's good to know that you have a guy that's going to knock it down because, like, you can just take care of the ball in the red zone. Like, you're not doing anything crazy, thinking – like, you know, when the Bears had to put in Cody Parkey, it was always like, hold your breath, he's going to fuck up. Like, this is not how it's going to happen with this guy. Like, if you send him out there, you're confident he's putting three on the board. Well, as Bears fans, I mean, we got to see some of the best kicking for like a decade with Robbie yeah. Gold doing his thing. F- fucking yeah. love Robbie. Fucking love Robbie Gold. And, you know, I don't know if he's going to hang it up now or keep it moving, but 
I mean, hey, that game, I mean, hey, here's a good time to transition. That game was, oh, now let's transition 49ers Rams. Mm-hmm. We're on the kickers. This game, man, the 49ers had this game wrapped up. Yeah. And they just gave it away. It was badass. I was hoping the Rams would win. I wasn't. Um, I really wanted to see Jimmy G kind of end on the highest note possible. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I wanted to see Stafford get where, get to the Super Bowl, get where he's never been, you know? Um, he had a really good game. So it is what it is. But yeah, I mean, at halftime, I was like, oh, it's anybody's game. They go up 17 7, and it's like, okay. I feel like the 49ers are kind of in charge of this. And then whatever happened that fourth quarter, whatever Shanahan was calling just wasn't working. And it just it just flipped on its head. I mean, the whole the momentum and everything just completely flipped on the 49ers in like what felt like two minutes. Well, it, w- it literally was like the last four minutes of the game. I mean, it yeah. seemed like after they dropped that pick, that was it. That was that was a that was an icer. They could have iced yeah. the game right there. And it just went through his hands. I mean, you could see he was just, like, devastated. And, like, even Debo after the game was, like, such devastation. But, like, like I said the last time, it's kind of like a gift from the gods kind of a thing. Like, and he, nine times out of ten, he catches that ball. It was in his chest. Yeah, no, it, it definitely was in his chest. I mean, that, that ball, like, I could have caught that fucking ball. I don't say it yet. I could have caught that ball. Stafford's got a cannon, bro. <laughs> bro, he put that ball up, faded. Like, yeah. it, was, it, like it, was, it was in the basket. He fucking drops it. Yeah, it was gorgeous. It was like right there. Um, oh, dude, it was perfect. Yeah, that had to be heartbreaking. The only reason I'm like not that hurt, it's like 49ers have been there a couple times. I don't know. I'd rather see a quarterback battle in the Super Bowl, personally. Um, and I don't know. There's a lot of star power on the Rams. It makes it fun. They're playing at home. All that stuff, you know? Oh, absolutely. No, I mean, hey, two years in a row, how often do you get a like back-to-back home team like Super Bowl, like that might be the it might be the last time ever it happens. Maybe the last time it ever happens in in history. And basically, I just I just really hope that Joey B wins it. I'm, I'm hammering the money line with the Bengals. I'm sorry. I I really think it. I, I, I think the way I was thinking about it too is like I didn't really care if the 49ers won. If they like went to the Super Bowl, I would have been Bengals all the way. This way, there's like positive storylines both sides. Like. Obviously, the Rams, from an ownership perspective, are kind of shitheads. Like, we get that. But, like, as far as, like, the Stafford thing, like, a lot of guys on that team deserve to win one. Um, I don't know, man. It's like, I just want, I, I kind of would like to see it. Like, give Eric Weddle a ring. Why not? You know, man, I just, I'm all on this. I mean, we'll, we'll get into it a little bit deeper. But, I mean, this game, 49ers-Rams, it just, it was disappointing. And Jimmy G, though, man, he just... I don't know. He's good, but I don't know how he's going to be outside of the Shanahan system. I was going to say, let's start the speculation. Where does he go? Hmm. I'm thinking if if Rodgers doesn't go to the Bengals. To the Broncos? Broncos, my bad. Yeah, I got, got you. the Bengals on the mind. I'm all about this life. Oh. Um, I feel like the Broncos could snag him. And just because LaFleur came from Shanahan and then this guy who got hired uh, the Broncos is a product of that, right? So mm-hmm. it's a very Shanahan-based tutelage of offense. So I could foresee that being a case where Jimmy G goes there. He kind of understands what the offense already is, and he knows how to operate it. Yeah, and you, you'll just get what you get out of Jimmy G. 
consistency basically well right and you're not you're not bringing him in to be like a difference maker you're bringing him in to manage the game 100 percent. he's a game manager he's gonna come in you're gonna run the ball you got good pieces around him defense is solid so you're gonna have that already going for you um i mean i believe that this could be something to really monitor because i believe that they could really get it done yeah i mean we'll see it's gonna there's a lot of movement coming up here and we know uh we got another team, bury the lead, but we got another team that's going to need a quarterback this year too. So there's oh, some yeah. openings opening up. So there's we'll see how openings. that goes. There's some openings. I mean, listen, we got a great Super Bowl on our hands. Mm-hmm. We're going to pick them. All right. So the Super Bowl, Bengals, Rams. What do you got, Vince? I mean, I'm going to say this with a grain of salt because we got an episode next week. So it can always change, you know? But at right now, I have the Bengals all the way. Okay. Hammer the money line, kid. Let's go. But, I mean, we're talking 51%, 49%. So, like, flipping is very much in the in the well, future if that we'll happens. Have, we'll have to see what uh, what the status is going to be here. You know, I, I really believe, though, that this is going to be something that legit just takes away everybody's expectations. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. But I'm interested to see what the line's going to be when it comes out. That should be coming yeah. out sometime next week. The over under, you're saying? Oh yeah, the line, or, what yeah. the what the what the total points are going to be, what the what the spread is. I'm really interested to see what that's going to be because it's going to. I think it's going to be interesting to see how the the odds makers bet this one. It's all going to depend on the secondary play, man. But who would have thought that like this would have been a bigger win for Detroit than Detroit actually making it to the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> well, you, did you see that with the Eminem thing? Yeah, Eminem's <laughs> a part of the the halftime show with Dr. Dre Snoop. I mean, it's dope. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. It's gonna be awesome. But I mean, but then you I, got Stafford playing quarterback. It might yeah. as well be a Detroit Super Bowl. <laughs> it might as well just be a Detroit Super Bowl because you got two very Detroit guys there just rolling. So I, I just think it's gonna be awesome. I think it's I think it's the best. I think it's going to be fantastic to see two teams going to be closely matched. I have a feeling that the Bengals are going to end up being favored by the time game time happens just because. No way. They're America's team right now, man. Mm -mm. I'm just going to say based on the amount of people that are just going to bet on them because they want them to see them win, you know? No, I could see the odds makers going with the Rams just due to the fact that the Rams are the favorite. They're stacked on defense. They got a high-powered offense now with OBJ. They got more stars, yeah. They got stars. You know, what's interesting to monitor is like Stafford's probably got like two or three years left in them. And then after that, they are all sorts of fucked as a team. Yeah, I mean, their cap's going to be screwed. They're not going to have any draft picks. Like, they, if they're going to win, they got to win now. So <laughs> get after it. Um, one thing to say about the 49ers, and I saw it today. Um, when the 49ers started three and five, Kyle Shannon said it was super close that Trey Lance is going to take come in and take the take the starting job. Um, but then they won three straight after that, and he just kind of the playoffs became realistic, and Garoppolo kept the job. So, yeah, I mean, good job lengthening your 49ers career. But I mean, all he did this year is just get himself paid more. Absolutely, Jimmy. Jimmy's gonna get a bag wherever he goes. It's gonna be interesting to see. I feel like Shanahan did the right thing. They left him in. They let him ride it out. Mm-hmm. You know, Lance is going to start next year 100%. I think he should thank Jimmy G for learning under him. And you know, it was very Tom-esque. It's very Tom-esque to see how that whole thing played out. So, yeah, it's going to be um, – I mean, Jimmy G's had the, probably the most success in Shanahan's offense, maybe Kirk Cousins. <laughs> um, 
well, Kirk Cousins was actually favored to go there before Jimmy G. Like he wanted Cousins. Yeah, I mean he that wanted was Cousins bad. I think uh, Shanahan was the OC when Kirk Cousins was in the Reds on the. I guess the Redskins. Yeah, you like that. Mm-hmm. You like that. I think about that every time. I mean, it's difficult not to. It's di- it's difficult not to. I mean, that's that's how that operates. It was electric, uh, Kirk. It was electric at the time, but Kirk's <laughs> no longer electric. Nope. But let's get to our favorite segment of the week. I feel like we're ready for it. Get a little. Bears it is corner. Bears Corner. <laughs> All right, here nice we go. Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Not the grid, not that, but the Bears. Uh, <laughs> you know, man, everybody, we talked about it a little bit last week, but everybody's seemingly high on this guy. I don't know. I feel like his Bears fans were just like, just fucking prove it. And just waiting. Like, yeah. Is this going to be another nightmare? So Ryan Poles and Matt Aberflus, Eberflus, I'll figure out Eberflus. how to say that eventually. Is it Eber? Eber. Eber, Aber, Eber? Eberflus. <laughs> I've heard in, uh, this name enough over the past week and a half. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like German, so somewhere around there. But even so, Eberflus. they had a press conference together. It was the most, like, press conference-y, first press conference ever. Like, you didn't, you can't really gather anything from it. Um, two big quotes coming out of it. Ryan Poles, we're going to take the North and never give it back. I sure hope you're right, buddy, because if they're bad still, that's just going to be keep coming over and over and over and over again <laughs> until the end of time. We're going to see that goddamn press conference. I have confidence in him. He seems like he's good. He's ready for some hard-nosed football. But yeah, and then Eberflus. 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 He said, get your track shoots on. Get your track shoes on. We're running. So, you know, hard-nosed coach. I think they're trying to build some culture here. That can go both ways. So I right now I'm cautiously optimistic, but I didn't really gather anything from that. Yeah, you know, that press conference, I watched a lot of it, and uh, it was very obtuse. And I, I was just like, okay, all right. We're, we're it wasn't move. Nagy, though. I will say that. No, it wasn't Nagy. And that's was nice. Not At Matt this Nagy. point, we'll, we'll take anybody who isn't Matt Nagy, I guess. We get another Matt. But it, it's just very, it just seemed a little robotic. Ryan Poles doesn't seem to really understand the whole public speaking thing, which I don't know. He's not jacked about public speaking. You could tell that from the beginning. He had it written down. He was nervous. But, I mean, then again, he's 36, right? He's like a – I can do it at 30. No, I know, but he's a 36-year-old offensive lineman who's been basically working behind the scenes. So, like, he hasn't – he didn't play in the NFL. He didn't really have any, like, real press stuff, you know? And then he just comes in and he's the GM now. So, like, you know, you give it a – you give it a – a pass relatively. I mean, he's not like Adam Gase and he's not like Sirianni. So at least we can hang our hats on that. Hey, as long as he's not growing plants, I'm in. Um, I will say this though. I'm more the playoffs. Yeah, they did. Hey, I get it. They were in and out and supposedly, uh, what do you call it? Um, supposedly, uh, what I would say is this. It's one of these scenarios where I feel as if it's like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just a little on the fence. I'm more excited about the offensive coordinator hire than I mm-hmm. am anything else. Is that is that wrong? No, I mean that's going to be the make or break, no doubt. And it's been it's been saying it ever since Eberflus got hired. That's been the conversation. They're like, okay, our our defense is good. He's going to take care of the defense. One thing he did say that I think is important is that he. He's not taking play calling duties, which obviously can change when you get into the season. Who, Eberflus? 
Yeah, he's he's hiring a DC, he's hiring an OC, and they're calling the plays. He said. So. Well, that's cool. I I think that's, that's how it should be. That's, <laughs> that's how it delegate, should be. Delegate. Don't be this control hog like Nagy, who's like, I need you to call the offensive plays. Well, dude, no, you, you don't. You're not it. even good at it. Yeah. Well, I gotta be me. Well, be you somewhere else. Um, I do like the Getsy hire. The Getsy. Luke mm-hmm. Getsy is his name. Yeah, from the Packers. Yep. He used to be their offensive control coach, and then yeah, you probably know a lot about him, huh? <laughs> Such a dick. Packers hey, Mike, baby. Fuck you. No, I'm not. Definitely not. Not at all. Not That's at never all. going away. I just want the people to know oh, that. Oh, my God. In season or out of season, you're a fucking girl before. He's got anyway, in. I do like it, though. And, and here's why. Because it's a former Shanahan assistant guy or, mm-hmm. you know, LaFleur. LaFleur comes from Shanahan, so it's going to be a similar offense. They know how to move the ball. I feel like they're going to utilize the strengths of Justin Fields best in an offense that spreads it out a little bit. I agree. He can move around a little bit. Being out of the pocket isn't going to be as much of a hassle because you're not going to have guys running screens the whole time. So, like, it'll be good to kind of, like, I mean, it's true. The horizontal (laughs) offense is gone. It doesn't work. You can't run your quarterback if everybody's on the line. So, you know, get them out there. Get them moving. Um, Maybe they'll They'll sign a couple people, you know, um, it seems like he's putting his staff together right now. There's a lot of guys from ND too that are going to come as well. So of course you know, it can come either way again, cautiously optimistic, but a big thing that I want to say, I want to talk about is what's happening Northwest of us right now in Minneapolis. It's not happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. Just read a report recently. So what we're talking about is Jim <laughs> oh. Harbaugh was interviewing with the Minnesota Vikings. And I think ultimately it was a leverage point. And I just read the report. He told Michigan he's coming back. Okay, let's go. Um, Breaking news. It seemed seemed like it was going to almost be a guarantee in Minnesota where he was kind of like out. I love to hear that. Um, I thought Minnesota was a weird spot for him to sit. but yeah, whatever. You're good I now. I don't know. I don't know why you'd want to go to Minnesota. I thought. I thought everybody was like, "Oh, he's going to come to the Bears." Bears would have made sense. Guy. But but the yeah. problem is, is like, and I've read this, and it's a good point. And I read a couple articles about this. Harbaugh will come in and get you, maybe do a championship or win you a championship. But with that being said, when he leaves, it's a fucking dumpster fire. Yeah, I mean, it's oh. like what's hap- what's going to happen with Tampa now. It's a similar thing. Um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll get into that a little bit yeah. more. But, you know, I feel as if the Bears, and I give Poles a lot of credit, he picked his guy, and he said, okay, this is my pick. Yeah. Because, as we stated last week, some people said Jim Caldwell was the pick of the franchise. And I'm so other people, goddamn happy about that. <laughs> so he's got his guy. They both agree they have the same understanding of what this team is supposed to be and what it's supposed to look like, and let's go. And it's going to sound like cliche, but like every coach starts somewhere, you know, so you never know when you're getting the next best guy. You never know when you're getting the next worst guy. I can at least say that he seems confident um, and they're going to bring hard nosed football. And that's kind of what you need in Chicago when you're playing in December. So we need a sustainable future here. We need somebody (laughs) who can grow this. We need a GM who understands how to build what? We need somebody who can grow it. Oh, I'm not. I'm like not saying talk, flowers. I'm not talking plants, <laughs> Minnie. I'm not talking plants, my guy. But what I will say, no, for real though, like we do need somebody who can take this franchise and make it into something. When Ryan Pohl said, "We're going to take back the North and never get it back," I got a half chub, man. 
half, I was, I was hard, half, but then I was like half mass, and then he just butchered the rest of the press conference. So I, <laughs> I was like done. He, he, I mean, he didn't like butcher it by saying something stupid. It was just his demeanor was like, I'm a little scared right now. Uh, I um, can't have one. I thank my awkward pause for way too long. Family, well, yeah, he and, needs. I'm like, they need to get a teleprompter in the back of the room instead of reading a script from under him. Like they should have a spot where it's like, you know how they do that in like the Grammys and the Oscars and stuff where like they can have you can have your speech like on a projector. That's what it should be. I don't understand why he's he could be like Ron Burgundy. (laughs) I'm I'm Ron Burgundy. (laughs) Damn it. Who put a question mark on the teleprompter? Hey, he could. I mean, and that's the thing, too, is like I don't. Brian Pace was a great public speaker and he sucked at his job. So maybe. Oh yeah. Ryan Pace. Maybe pulls. He was dude. He was, he was great in the media. Pace was until obviously everything showing on the field. Pace was, bad, was good. Then he was even pretty good. It was open press conference. In like, the beginning. Oh, he was awesome. real. Right. And when then, he started saying, you gotta be you. I was like, fuck this. Burn him. <laughs> in the beginning. I was like, yeah, be you. Yeah, that's cool. And then at the end, and it's like being you is not cool. You can only say that type of shit. If you're a boss, you feel me? Hey, like, winning winning solves everything. Winning you know? cures all. True yeah. statement. Winning does cure all. I don't care what you tell me. But we have a long way to go here for this franchise. Justin Fields said he is excited. He's excited to learn something new. And he loves he even a clean said, slate. Yeah, he said, I love the clean slate. And he even said having a head coach who's a defensive guy, I actually prefer it. Because I can talk to him about what the defense is doing and he can give me his feedback. He could talk about coverages, which is huge because obviously there was times when he didn't know what he was looking at and he had no one to help him because obviously Nagy also didn't know what he was looking at. He had no idea what the fuck he was looking at. He's like, I'm just going to be me and call a bunch of shitty plays. And You need to run the ball more. Okay, we ran the ball 25 times. It was the wrong down to do it. It was but Bill Lader's fault. <laughs> it's um, not my problem. So... Iberflus also talked about switching the defense. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Are you? Yeah, I was gonna say I'm kind of on the same page too. Um, I mean, well, obviously, four, some, three. some personnel stuff isn't gonna work as well. So, like, obviously, some stuff's gonna have to move around. But I mean, he, he had a really good D in Indy, um, and I think you know we have guys on that team. It's I saw I did see the thing that was funny. It's like when uh, Eberflus sees Eddie Jackson completely give up on a tackle to try to get a pick. <laughs> it's just like, oh no, it's gonna happen. They well, might bump heads a little bit. <laughs> Eddie Jackson may not be here much longer. You know, everything's gonna he had change a contract, a bit. man. <laughs> oh, he did. He did last year, didn't he? Or my? Oh crazy? yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah. After his first season, they 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 extended him, but he just can't tackle. So. You know, it doesn't, he doesn't seem like want to. No, yeah, right. It doesn't <laughs> seem like he's very interested in tackling anybody. He just yeah. like falls into people and like, oh, I missed the tackle. No shit. <laughs> I will say this though. I believe that if you really view this in a way of what the defense will be now, you give Khalil Mack and Robert Quinn the opportunity to put their hand in the ground and to go. Mm-hmm. So now yeah. their only job is to rush. They don't have to play yeah. coverage anymore. Not like they it's did like an much occasional QB spy, and that's about it. Maybe. What I will say is this: I don't know. It's going to be interesting. This will be a defense that gets after it. Yeah, Eventually. no doubt. First year is not going to look like that, but I'm thinking year two, year three, this defense is going to be like fucking Wu Tang Clan. Nothing to fuck. Am with. I right about this cautious optimism? 
yeah, there's a lot of good things to look at. Optimistic. I think we're all going back to like the Lovey days where we had a wicked four three defense and Peanut yeah. Tillman punching the ball out. Yeah, Erlacher, Briggs, and these freaks on the offensive line. Tommy Harris. If Tommy Harris doesn't get hurt, like Tommy Harris might go down as like one of the greatest defensive tackles of all time. Yeah, he's, he. That's what Eddie Goldman kind of gives me. He's really good when he's playing, but he never plays. <laughs> Yeah, he never plays, and I don't think he's going to fit this defense well because he's more no. of like a over-nose tackle type he's of guy. He's a big boy, yeah. Yeah, it's but we'll see. I mean, listen, the Bengals run a 4-3, and it, it's a very similar style of play, and they're in the Super Bowl. Um, I mean, the defense for the Colts last year, top nine. I mean, so it doesn't— Let's get Tank Johnson out of retirement, and he can come back and play for the Bears. <laughs> Let's get Remember Tank Erlacher out of retirement. That guy's a job. beast. Dude, I love Tank Johnson. <laughs> he was great. Tank Johnson and Tommy Harris for a season were just, just big, fat boys just wrecking it in the middle. <laughs> the fucking shit up. It was, it it was, was a great awesome. time to be alive as a Bears fan. It really, really was. So if we can duplicate half of whatever that was, I am so down to clown. Yeah. So I believe that it's going to take some time to build it. But I heard a great quote from Ryan Poles last week. And it was on a local radio show in Chicago. He was talking about how his goal isn't to pick up guys in the first tier of free agency. Because he's like, mm-hmm. we're going to work free agency. We're going to go about this the right way. We have some funds to spend. He's like, what we're going to do is look at the second and third tier guys and build our team that way and through the draft. So he's not going to overpay for people, which I think is really Mid-level fun. contracts. You get good names in there. You get some culture builders and start building it up rather than just trying to bring in three top name guys and hope it's going to change. Like the NFL is not the NBA. Like trade million draft picks and get Khalil Mack. Yeah. 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 It's the best. I'm cool with it. I mean, and the thing is now too, is like, it's going to be decently quiet after they, I mean, they're going to hire an OC or a DC. They don't have a defense coordinator yet, as far as I know. So once that happens, you know, we'll talk about that. But really, after that, it's going to be kind of quiet on the NFL front after the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I agree with that statement. I believe that moving forward, they actually just did name the defensive coordinator for the Bears. Oh, I didn't uh, even see it. They okay. did. They did. I'm reading here today. I, I've been in meetings all day and bored to fucking tears. So We're I've been boy. I've been checking this thing like because I'm just like. Oh, yeah, here's this new product update that I really don't need to know. Don't care about. about. Alan um, Williams. Yeah. So this nope. is a nice hire. This is DB yeah. coach. So a guy who can work with your DBs, I think it's great. I think it's great. I'm cool with it, too. I'm here with it. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Absolutely. Well, let's transition to more NFL topics. This is a very mm-hmm. sad week for me. Yeah. I, so... I was, I'm upset. As Drake would say, I am upset. I'm upset. Um, yeah, so let's let's get that out of the way first. So Tom Brady retired as the GOAT. As Tell forever me. the GOAT. Talk to me, Mike. He's your boy. You know, man, Tom Brady, I, I haven't known an NFL without Tom Brady. So it's one of these scenarios for me where it's bittersweet, and I miss, you know, already miss watching him, and I didn't think that that was going to be the last Sunday I watched Tom Brady play football. But it is. You know, growing up, it was one of these scenarios where – I thought to myself, man, I, I, I'm so lucky to be able to watch this guy play football every Sunday. And I got to watch it into, fuck, man, being 30 years old. This man started playing football when I was in elementary school. Yep. And he played till I was 30 years old. So thank you for the 22 years now. Yeah, straight thank, up. Thank you for the 22 years of my life where I got to see seven championships, even though I'm not a Patriots fan. One of my best friends was a Patriots fan growing up. So I kind of, like, got on board. 
right? That made him my AFC team. And it's just difficult not to love the man. I mean, he motivates the shit out of you, too. I mean, there are certain days I'm like, what would Tom do? Right? Not this. Not <laughs> Exactly, Vince. Not this. I'm with you 100 fucking percent. He uh, does have a podcast, though, so looks like we're more like Tom Brady than ever before. Well, listen, I am just – I'm upset. As, as I, I thought it wasn't over. I didn't think he'd end on a lose. And then I yeah. still – there was some hope because the Schefter report gets leaked. He's like, I'm not fucking leaving. I'm like, all right, see, he's coming back. And then yeah. the, the big Twitter post comes out. What I thought was very interesting about the post he made on Insta was he didn't thank Bill. He didn't, he didn't thank didn't, the Patriots. <laughs> he didn't thank the Patriots organization. I was like, all right. So, and yeah, that's bro. one of the, one of the things I want to talk about. So there were reports on a one day contract that was supposed to happen today on two, two. Um, that didn't happen. I have a feeling. And supposedly this is happening. A couple more blue checks are saying it. You never really know if that's true or not. That he's talking to Kraft about getting a, getting a one day. He can come to the, um, the training facility or whatever, give an he interview, should. all that stuff. That's how he should go out. Um, Retire a pet. As you I don't should. think he would just not thank Patriots fans. And also, by the way, he did two years ago. <laughs> I know. I, I just, I, thought, I know. I know. Yeah, I'm on both sides of the token too. Like you would have thought, like, I want to thank Mr. Kraft for my time in, in, in drafting me in the Patriots organization for being a part of this journey or right. something along that lines. I mean, it was just a little interesting. I mean, it wasn't very Andrew Luck, you know, where he just left one day. Yeah. It, it's going to be something, though, where, I, I mean, I, he did it all. So I don't know how you could Right, ever there's nothing say, left to prove. Nothing left to prove. You did it all. It's going to be interesting to see what happens to the Bucks, though. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? What do you think the Bucks are going to become now? They're you so think they, fucked. <laughs> you think they're just fucked? You think oh, no I mean, like back? their cap situation is bad. And I think that's one of the reasons why he decided not to come back. Because I think like in his mind, like, yeah, maybe one more year. But like, yeah. they can probably sign most of the guys back. But this offseason is going to be rough for them. I have a feeling that, I mean, it can go two ways. This is kind of just the way I feel like it's going to happen. I have a feeling they're going to try to bring everybody back, bring in a new quarterback, and try to do it one more time. It's not going to work because you don't have Tom Brady. The only way you can really be saved by this is to get Aaron Rodgers, and there's no way he's following Tom Brady's footsteps like that. So I have a what if, Vince. What if? Tell me about it. What if? Just a what if. What if Jimmy G goes to the fucking Bucks? What if Saucy. what if he calls Tom? Is like, bro, tell me about it. I mean, they they're they they have the same agency too, right? They so. have the same agent. I mean, that's a, that's a mentor to Tom. I mean, to to Jimmy. Yeah. So I mean, what if he calls Tom and you say, "Hey, man, what's it like down there?" Oh, yeah, I can see it. He looks good in red. Yeah. Um, come down here. You'll you're still in the NFC. You can stick it to Shanahan. The 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 pieces are there. Tom can teach you the offense. Yeah, but do you think Jimmy G's going to – I mean, like like I said, they're in cap hell right now. Like, they have to get rid of a lot of guys on their team to try to make it work out. Well, they're, they're, they're down Brady's contract, which wasn't crazy. Gronk's probably not coming back. Gronk, yeah, Gronk, he's following them. I mean, Gronk 
just goes where Brady goes. So if that's retirement, Gronk is done. I don't see Gronk coming back and play with fucking Kyle Trask. Either that or you just blow the whole thing up. You let everybody go and you suck for a couple years. That's what I was saying too. Maybe see if Trask has got something. I think the the Bucks are just destined for uh, purgatory again, you know? Hey, you know, at least they got a championship out of Tom. They knew they weren't going to have him long, so you got what you needed, and you tried to duplicate it, and hypothetically you should have if you don't call a shitty defensive play. But, uh, yeah, I mean, because to me there's no question if Tom gets the ball back after that, they're scoring. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's in the it's in the past now, but totally. No um, you want to know who's a free agent this year, Mike? Tell me who's a free agent this year. He got injured early this season. Didn't get a fair shake of it after getting a very uh, necessary surgery. James Winston is back on the market. Oh, does, he go, does he go back? Does he go back to Tampa? You know, I don't know. I think he's going to stay put in New Orleans. Why, though? He doesn't have a coach anymore. Well, the, they're gonna they're basically just going to give it to that D coordinator. I forget his name at, at this time. Yeah, he's been I, there forever. He's been there forever. They'll probably just hand it over to him. They'll keep the same offense there. So chances are Jameis is going to stay. Lacey but he's got to sign stay. a new contract. They signed him to a one year. So I don't know if they're. Well, who knows? Maybe. And they got did. Taysom Hill on contract now. <laughs> oh, I mean, listen, Sean Payton was like, dude, I'm going to get you paid. Yeah. And, and then I'm out. out. <laughs> like, that's, a, that's an OG friend. Like, if I had a boss like that, I'd be like, listen, bro, I'm about yeah. to retire, but I'm going to get you paid before I go. Yeah. I'm like, going to pay up. That's the shit. But for real, I mean, listen, Jameis. I don't think he goes back. You know, I think it really is going to depend what Byron Leftwich does. Um, really going to call out the Jags organization right now. What the fuck are you doing? Why? Because they haven't hired him yet. Yeah, I think it's a matter of time, it feels like. But they're not going to hire him because he even said, if that GM is there, I am not there. Oh, I didn't see that. He wanted to bring Adrian Wilson with him from Arizona because that's like his boy. And basically, Shad Khan's like, that's not happening. So, yeah, I mean, I hear they're interviewing fucking Vic Bangio. Like, what? Yeah. How Dude, gonna... I mean, <laughs> now that the Bengals are in the Super Bowl, like, the Jags are, like, officially in the shitter of the NFL. Like, they've been close since, like, 2000, like, besides 2017, next that. But besides that, it was, like, you know, Lions, Browns, Jags. Bengals. And then Bengals are in the Super Bowl now. Don't forget like, the Bears. Don't forget the Bears. Yeah, I know, but Bears I mean, they were, they were still in the also. playoffs in 2017. They've middled a lot. Like, the Jags don't middle. They're just bad or good one year, you know? <laughs> it's the Urban Meyer was a horrible hire. They don't want to get rid of their GM, which I don't understand because it's not like their roster is built well. So, like, yeah, I don't know. Really, the only the person that's just taking strays right now is Trevor and I <laughs> I'm worried about him. Trevor Lawrence is supposed to be good. We'll see what happens, but fucking who knows? Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, I feel bad for him right now. I, I hope he just gets a head coach who just wants to work with him and he's make so him better. He's so good, dude. He's, he's, so good. he's so good. If he's in the right offense, I mean, they got actually some pieces there, believe it or not. You got ETN. You got Marvin Jones. Yeah. You, you build it up a Chark's, little bit. Chark's coming back. You Chark's still got James team. Robinson. Like, good squad. Yeah. I mean, Allen Robinson might even go there if you get the right coach. Who knows? Fuck that. He's not going there. <laughs> I mean, who knows? I don't know. I'm not very high on Allen Robinson. But it's interesting. You know, Tom leaving. Tom, thank you. One thing I want to say about this freaking retirement, and I've, I've been saying it. I've been sounding off. But, like, so 
Adam Schefter today was liking tweets about people saying Tom hasn't retired officially. Why are you saying this? Blah blah blah. He's like, "Ha! I told you it was it was happening." Fuck that. Okay. ESPN on the conference championship Sunday were running the Tom Brady retired story. Brady's dad's like, "Hey, this isn't official." They kept running it, and then Brady announced it, and then it was like, "Oh, so they were right." I don't understand, and I get it for like free agency trades, all that shit. I don't understand why they have to just come in and be like, I know for a fact he's retiring. I'm going to put it out right now and just completely fuck him over when he's trying to announce it himself. This isn't like big news, you know? That's the news comes out and it's big news. I mean, the guy plays in the NFL for 20 years. It is. It is for sure. But like, at least have the respect to let him fucking do it, you know? Yeah, Schefter, that did kind of piss me off. I agree with that. And he did that to Andrew Luck, too. Which is the thing well, that I wanted his to say. Job too. in his defense, yes, that is his job, though. So yeah, but it's fucking you know. lame. It's just yeah, lame. Do the like, ethical thing. I agree. It's but, like, guys go out the thing is, is, it's almost not even an ethical thing because, like, when the news comes out, it's not going to be bigger news if you say it today instead of tomorrow. Like free agency, people are going to figure it out and put it out there. But like, really, they were keeping it close to the vest, relatively. Anybody who leaks it, you're just like fuck you, because then he did it, and then it became a big thing, and it seemed like. This is three days later, and we've just been waiting for three days to see if it actually is real or not. It was just stupid. It annoyed the piss out of me. Adam well, Schefter is like so mad in my mind. I don't care for him. So let's think of this. Let's think of this. You know, Tom versus Time comes out a couple years ago. Then he jumps to the Bucks. Yep. All right. He still was saying, "I'm hungry. I still want to get after it. Still want to get after it. Still want to get after it." Okay, fine. Then the man in the arena doc comes out, and it was just basically, if you watch every episode, which I have, of course, it's you kind of see the light. It's at a the retirement end of the trip. It's yeah. a, it's it's the last dance of his career, basically. Sure. That that was it. And the last one hasn't come out yet, right? No, it hasn't. And I'm yeah, Jack. I mean, listen, if you, if you watch yeah. every episode up to now. You know, this is kind of what he was leaning towards, and he. Was I'm hoping... going to now because I don't think he's as much of a Chad because he's not playing anymore, and I can respect him. <laughs> oh, I love the man. I, you know, I got over <laughs> yeah. it really quick. You know, it's just when they they played the Bears, I'll never forget. George used to call me growing up, and this is my buddy who was a and still is a huge Patriots fan. He'd be like, "What the fuck is going on?" I'm like, <laughs> "I, it, dude, it's Tom." He's like, "He always fucking owns you." know that i'm like i, I don't he owes everybody right I was like, dude, <laughs> you don't even like, feel bad <laughs> i'm just like yeah dude we suck i don't know what more to say um and, and especially when he juked erlacher like that's the that's yeah. the icing on the cake for dirty, dirty. <laughs> but if you look at the whole situation it was time and he was done and that was it so it was his time to be there he and he fuck, adam the <laughs> fuck adam chapter i wish he could have ended with a ring but we got some other nfl news to come yeah. here I thought it was gonna be the fucking hogs, Vince. Hogs, I thought it was gonna be the fucking Red Hogs. We've been we've been the Washington Red Hogs for a while. Forever. That's so Washington's official name is the Commanders. Which I thought is, it was gonna be the Admirals. It's just like it's fine, you know? It's kind of like it's right. better than the Guardians, for sure. It's better than the Guardians. It's better than the Guardians, yeah. But like the one thing that and it's really dumb, but You done messed up, AA Ron! Yeah, so <laughs> Washington's official name is the Commanders. Um, someone just gets disconnected. I don't know why, but something gonna... happened. We we got disconnected there, people. We apologize. It'll make it kind of a little funky and I'm sure there's like eight of you that giggled about it though. So I mean, hey, we're That's we're back mean. though. We are back. This is another spooky episode, and just because it is two 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 two, Ooh, there you have it. 
it is 22 22s 22s all over again season two 22s so whatever i was just saying you were getting after it i was getting i was getting spicy with it but it's all right um i think it's it's just a whatever lukewarm name it's fine Mm -hmm. uh one thing though it got leaked did you see that yeah, but it really didn't. Like it, everybody was like, "It's the admirals, it's the admirals." If you looked up Washington admirals, they wanted you to believe it was the admirals, but yeah. it really wasn't. Well, did you did you see the news helicopter though? No. So uh, last night, February first, um, a news helicopter was flying over the FedEx Field team store, and there was like a light on with like the uh, that was projecting Washington commanders. So that got leaked out yesterday. So just like before, I don't know. Maybe I kind of hate leaks. Maybe that's my thing. But like, I, mean, I don't know. In it's this like, world, everything gets leaked, bro. I was excited for them to like, you know, post it and be like, we're the commanders. I'd be like, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like it got leaked and then they announced it and it was just like, whatever. Their jerseys are ugly as shit, though. I don't know. I don't know if you saw those. They're kind of cool. You like them? I think they're kind of dope. I like don't like the black one. Not gonna lie, I haven't like, seen all the alternates. I just saw the red one. Uh, it's kind of dope. Yeah, well, the black one looks like a Steelers jersey, which is what bothers me. It's all it's black, black with yellow it's letters. Black, red, and yellow. That's kind of dope. Yeah, what the black, all black one? Yeah, yeah, but the majority of it is black and yellow, which is what gave me Steelers vibes. Um, it'll be fine. It is what it is. They're the Commanders, and I've heard it so many times before. It's like. Once they start playing, like you're gonna get a week of everybody saying like, "Oh, this is fucking stupid," or like it, or whatever, and then no one's gonna give a shit. The yeah, only it does look like a Steelers jersey. I'm looking at it right Doesn't now. It? I don't really like that. Just I mean, looks like a Steelers jersey. Kind of dope, I guess. But right, yeah. if it was the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a little weird. And yeah. I remember the point I was making really quick. So the Washington there it is. Fo- the Washington football team initially were the only team that didn't start with an S in the NFL or didn't end with an S in the NFL. Every other okay. team ended with an S. So I was hoping they would do like the fleet or something that doesn't end with an S so they can have that title and they lost that. So now every team ends with an S again. No one's fucking unique and everything sucks. <laughs> everything <laughs> is copied and you all suck. All you right. All fucking suck. Moving on. <laughs> there was some drama in the NFL today, Vince. Mm-hmm. Brian Flores just oh, yeah. fucking drops a grenade in the middle of the room and just walks out that bitch. Just like, hey, uh, you know, I'm pulling the pin in this fucking thing. I'm out. Yeah. So Brian Flores is suing the NFL and the New York Giants, uh, claiming racial discrimination. And then sometimes, you know, like you see it sometimes and you're like, okay, like, is there any, does this have legs? What's up? The craziest shit. And this usually doesn't come from our boy, Billy. Bill Belichick text messages were like, are kind of the, the main, and it's not the only thing, but they're one of the main things with this lawsuit so to paraphrase really bill belichick texts brian flores and says sounds like you landed congrats and then flores replies oh i missed it all right flores replies did you hear something i didn't basically bill belichick thought he was texting brian dable he said congrats on getting the giants i heard from buffalo and the giants that you are their guy i hope it works out and then flores is like hey i don't have an interview for three days and then he's like Oh shit, I fucked this up. I double checked, misread the text. I thought they were I thought I was talking to Dable, they're naming him. The thing with this is the Rooney rule requires 
you to or that you the team rather to interview somebody of I, I they have a specific well, I mean, term for it know, but i forgot bill, what it is bill's a little old and decrepit so let's not blame bill i mean bill no, no, no. and it's not i mean he didn't he didn't do anything yeah, it's not it's not on bill it's just box of shit he was important to the process because of this but basically to finish this out is like the rooney rule requires you to hire somebody of ethnic diversity i think is what the quote is what it says in the in the actual sure. rule they basically name their coach before they interviewed that guy just to fit the mold that they're going to do it. That's the reason where he like, he went in into the interview without these texts. He would have assumed that he had a chance at the job and he didn't have it, which is, you know, falsely bring him in. He basically went to dinner and had an interview with this guy that he knew that there was no way that he was going to actually get hired by the team, which is a, I mean, that lawsuit has legs, dude. <laughs> like as much as you want to like, you know, I don't know, like it has legs and it's real. It's some real shit. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, listen, it, it does. And then, you know, in another point, I, I, I hate the, the racial thing when, when guys kind of kick to that because it's like, it kind of dilutes you in a weird way. And I hate to say that, but it, it is though. I mean, cause Ryan polls, think about it. African-American gets the job. If he really wanted to, he could have hired an Af- African-American head coach. Right. He chose not to. A lot of people, I, I believe truly do not see color at all. I yeah. just, at the point, to me, this is not going to help his chances in the future to get ahead. No, I mean, no, he, so he had an interview. Um, and like, yeah. And that's the thing too, is like a lot of people do interview with like, I need to know your qualifications. That's about it. I think the Rooney rule, the intention is good, I guess, from what it is, but it, the requirement kind of is like, all right, pick anybody out and make sure you hire them just so it makes us look good. That's kind of the way I see it. It's stupid as fuck. But the thing with, this too and like there's another piece to it with the dolphins as well as kind of just like malpractice as a team in general um i don't know and this is a question for you too and this is like all speculation do you think bill belichick did this on purpose i think he's a little too old and decrepit to do it on purpose that's uh, i'm right there with yeah you. i mean my dad texts me shit all the time that he shouldn't have texted me oh i'm sorry i meant to send that to your mother <laughs> i mean listen i mean it's just no i think it was just very innocent and he was trying to thank a former or, or congratulate a former assistant of his and yeah you know worst comes to worst for brian flores chances are bill will be like dude just come fucking work for me i mean yeah if you i really mean need and, a gig just come back like yeah he'd said everybody like, goes back to fucking new england dude Really, yeah. He said I mean, that he doesn't really care that it fucks up his career. It won't, though. You know, I think, I, like I said, I think Bill give him a job because, I mean, think about it. Um, you know, Patricia came back after he fudged up the yeah. Lions. And then McDaniels just got the gig in fucking uh, or, or Las Vegas. Yeah, so, so he'll be back in two years. <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll be back in two years. Like, it wasn't what I thought it was. He was getting four mil as the OC for the Patriots, which is crazy. Uh, that's not bad money. I'll, I'd fucking take <laughs> yeah. four mil. That's to probably me, the best best paid To me, OC. Like what he leaked, though, on ESPN today was nuts of the owner of the Dolphins, Stephen Ross, yeah. offered him a fucking 100 Gs a game. Right. That to they tank. lost just to tank, and he was like, fuck that. I'm not doing it. I'm like, okay, that's respect, dude. Well, yeah, for real, that's – that was okay. So that was the other half of it. So like you read the whole Bill Belichick thing and you're like, that's alarming. Just like being Bill Belichick, basically just telling him straight up what's happening. And he's like, what the fuck? I'm just being used as a token right now, which is the opposite of what the rule is supposed to mean. He's being tokenized entirely, which I get. And then this comes out that Stephen Ross, he not only offers him a hundred thousand dollars in 2019 to tank, 
to lose. And he said, fuck that. He basically pegged him as uncooperative. Like, yeah, this guy's horrible to work with. He's not good. He also pressured him to tamper with the Texans, with Deshaun Watson, to try to get him to come to the Dolphins, which is fucking Well, I feel like a lot of people do that kind of shit. No, but he pressured him to do it. That was the thing, where if he's like, no, I'm not going to do it, and Stephen Ross does it, he doesn't really have a case for that. It's just like, I don't know, he kind of like hired him to like be his ploy. Be like, go do this, go do that. It is what it is, he's an employee. And I know you love the Dolphins this season, but now I'm not feeling it so much, bro. Yeah, the ownership's, I mean, dude... There's a good chance after this lawsuit, because it's going to the NBA, like it's not anything to the extremities of the Clippers a couple years ago, but there's a good chance that he might be forced to sell the team. We'll see what happens. Oh, but oh, oh, poor guy. He's so forced to sell the football hey, team and make no, 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 no. So, and that's what I'm saying, too. It's like there's Whatever. a good chance that complete ownership's going to turn over and you can change the whole organization based on ownership. Well. So Listen, I don't thing. think Flores will not get a job in the coming years. He might not get the gig this year, but I next mean, it looks season, like he's not at all. <laughs> vacancies, he'll get a job next season. Either he decides to take a year off, or maybe you go and coach college. Coaching college would be the most ideal thing in the fucking world. I don't care what anybody tells me. You get to go in, mold young minds. You make millions of dollars a year to coach fucking football. Get to be in a great atmosphere. The kids still love the game. There's no money involved. There's no egos involved. Not anymore. I mean, well. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. not from the university. We're gonna yeah. have to have a whole episode of the transfer portal with Norman Nate because he's fucking livid right now. Yeah. Oh, it's great! Yeah. I can't wait to get him back on. But oh, he's having a rough time. <laughs> you know, NFLs this week pretty crazy. We got a lot to look forward to. Let's touch on some NBA and some yeah. MLB and, and let's. Okay, so let's get a, let's get a transition. Yeah. In. Yeah, so the NBA, we're pretty much midway through. I've been saying that for the past like three weeks. Still pretty much midway through. It's a long season. Um, conference starters, Eastern Conference starters, Western Conference starters have been announced, as I said at the beginning of the show. Big ups to DeMar DeRozan. Congrats oh, yeah. on and getting a guard spot. Um, I think that Zach Levine was criminally stolen from, from the puby-headed monster Trey Young in Atlanta. He's really fucking good, but... It is what it is. Oh, Trey Young's just to round out. Shout out OU. What's that? Shout out OU. Yeah. Young, oh, yeah, no doubt. Um, To round okay. out the starters here, we got Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, Trey Young, DeMar DeRozan on the east side. And then we got LeBron, Nikola Jokic, Andrew Wiggins, as I said before, Steph Curry, John Morant. They're going to do that whole draft thing where everybody comes in, Um, and I'm expecting Levine to be, like, the first reserve to be announced as well. So it's good to get two guys in there. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Vucevic well, isn't making it this year, so no, it's I Vuce, mean Vuce is a glorified three three point shooter. I mean, he's he's a I mean, listen, he's not the best. He's not the best. He's not hey, he's an all star last year, bud. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Listen, I'm just saying that this is something for me that I'm just happy to see Demar Derozan gets his fucking cred, man, because Agreed. he's been fantastic. But this news, dude, I'm stoked about this. And now I'll just break the news, Vince. You got it on the dock. I mean, Paul Millsap said he wants to come to Chicago. Let's yeah. fucking go. I don't know yes, what it would take to get that guy here, but that would be like a perfect piece to the puzzle for us. He's with the Nets and he doesn't want to be there, which I get it. There's a log jam. He doesn't have anywhere to play. Um, he's an older guy for sure, but he's kind of exactly what the Bulls need. They just need a guy that's going to grind in the middle. Glue. It's yeah. all glue. Yeah. He'll, uh, yeah. And that's, he'll he's fit fine. Guy. 
He'll look good. And he'll like look he's good. Fucking insane. So that's all you got to do. And he bangs bodies. So like, get go get this guy. He's a perfect enforcer, six man. Come off the bench, give some guys some breathing. I mean, like this would be perfect for us, and we probably won't have to give up that much to get him. That's what I'm saying too. So he's an older guy, and he I think he's out of one year, if I'm not mistaken. He signed with the Nets because he wanted to compete, and the Nets are just there's not any room for him to play. You want to know who else is competing? It's the Bulls. Bring him over. Have some fun with it. I think he'd fit perfectly. Um, I don't know. It's The thing is, too, is he has a buyout, so he could possibly buy out. I don't know if the Nets are going to do that, but the problem with the Bulls is that they don't have a lot of like, assets they want to immediately give up, and they're not going to give up any first-round picks or anything of that nature. Well, they really this don't is the, have it to give up unless you're and, pushing out, right? Right, exactly, so. and you don't want to pull a Rams. So no. what they're sitting on now, if he does get bought out or even if he doesn't, like they can – reasonably give him a second round third round pick or not third round pick jesus um or like some bench guy g league guy couple dudes that need some need some love in the g league and they might be pretty good you can probably give that up for paul Millsap, and i'm all game for that because and i've said it before i like kobe white and i don't want to get rid of him and pat williams i don't think they'll get get rid of kobe white i don't think they'll get rid of kobe white if i'm being perfectly honest they know what they have they don't want to fuck it up yeah so i think perfectly honest this would be a huge pick we're still in the mix. I still think we have a shot to win the East. I don't care what anybody says. I still, still think first, we got Mike. As of today, the Bulls are still in first place. The I mean, Eastern Conference after, is psychotic, though. After the deadline, dude, this is when it all starts. This is when it gets a lot of fun. This yeah. is when it gets mad interesting. Bulls are back. I love to see it. Let's fucking go. I, Quick I thing, though. Be great. James Harden wants out of New York. We can't. We can't. Oh, you want out of Brooklyn? He wants out of Brooklyn. No way. And there's conversation right now that no, I don't want that he, cancer. He no, not to us. Ugh, no, no, thank you. Leave Harden out of Chicago, please. I thought that's what you were gonna say. No, oh, no, I'm saying he wants he wants out of New York, and there's a chance that Ben Simmons goes to the Brooklyn Nets and James Harden goes to the 76ers, which would make it. Ooh. A little suck. more annoying because him and Joel Embiid seems like a pretty good uh, fit to me. <laughs> yeah, that would fuck me up. You know, if they <laughs> yeah. have to deal with that and then the Greek freak in Milwaukee, I, I wouldn't want And to even to still get the nuts with Simmons, Kyrie, and KD. I want to put their life out there, right? So it's, like, it's already out there, bud. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, you know, those guys always seem to eat at each other, the big personalities, Kyrie, all these guys. I don't, I don't see it lasting much longer. So, no. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, hey. Just keep chugging along, boys. Keep chugging along. MLB. I mean, yeah. Vince, is this happening? I don't. I don't know, dude. So I've been doing this thing the last couple weeks for like. At Monday, I'll wake up and be like, you know what? Optimism. They're gonna figure it out. And then Thursday rolls along, and I'm like, all right, we're back to some fucking bullshit. So <laughs> tomorrow's Thursday, so I think it's uh, my timer's about to go off, or I fucking hate it. <laughs> so. There's a lot of they've been having meetings back and forth, the owners in the MLBPA, um, with potential deals. They're off on a couple things. They seem closer than they've been for a long time, which is good. And there's cautious, like I said earlier, cautious optimism. Thing to keep in mind: the middle of this month, spring training is set to open. Um, there's not an exact date because each team picks their own day for pitchers and catchers to get in. But, you know, you bring guys in, that immediately causes a delay if you can't get it in. And right. next That's month, <laughs> hey, let's go. 
next month is opening day, which I mean, it's a long way away technically because it's two full months, but like it's not as far away as you think it is. Um, so really like if they don't figure it out by mid February, we're looking at a possible season delay. Um, so shit, man. I mean, like watch the clock. We're obviously going to share it. There's not any news. I'm not going to go into arbitration information because no one gives a shit besides me. Yeah, me either. But like, it's just, it's just stupid. Figure it out, guys. Come on, figure it out. Figure it out. There better be opening day. There better be some fucking spring training because a lot of things are riding on spring training for me, my guy. Yep. So, you know, we'll uh, we'll see. You know, I love I love doing that because if she listens, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so like, and you know, she probably won't. So. <laughs> No, she does. She does. does she? she? I'm telling you, she does. Hey, girl. So, hey. hey, girl. You're, you're listening. <laughs> this is for you. But for real, though, I really hope it happens because, to be perfectly honest, in, in all seriousness, I don't know where baseball goes after this if they strike. I, I yeah. th- That might be the death of baseball, Vince, and I hate to say that. It might be the death of the modern era of baseball as we know I it. think, yeah. I mean, like, there's still a lot of fans, so it's not going to kill it entirely. But, like, there has to be fans, something going on. There has to be something going on in like the owners' heads that are like, "Hey," and even the players too, but less so them. Where it's like, if we cut this off, we had the COVID season. We lost a lot through that, and that's understood entirely. Um, and they they had no negotiations there, so like, yeah, you guys are used to talking to each other. The thing is, though, is like if you keep doing this, and it's always just like a money struggle over and over again, you're gonna lose fans, and like you're not gonna lose me and you because we're like diehard. Assholes oh yeah, they're gonna absolutely. do it right away. I mean, we'll but go those fringe to the end of the earth, exactly. But there's those fringe guys or girls or all of them. You're gonna lose guy people going there just based out of sole lack of interest, right? I agree so with figure you. Figure it out, assholes. Well, especially <laughs> the kids, man. I mean, it's not like when we were growing up. Baseball was in its heyday, steroid era, fucking yeah. bombs, Barry Mark Bonds, McGuire, Mark I'm McGuire, like, Sammy Sosa, shove a needle in me, and I'll hit it fucking Frank seven hundred. Like yeah. all this golden era of baseball that we grew up in, it was difficult not to love it. They, I mean, yeah, they got Trout and they got Shohei and they got guys like that, but it's not the same in my opinion. So this is going to be easy to monitor. It's going to be difficult to monitor. And I'm just like, you better oh. fucking believe I'm going to be right on it. The minute it happens. So. I know. And, and I really hope it does. MLB just don't fuck it up. Yeah. That's all I, I, I to talk about this real quick. I was sitting at work the other day and it was snow and it was cold and shit. And I just had like this weird feeling where I was like, Oh, Saturday afternoon. 120 ball game sitting in like the out like the bleachers and left field just feeling the sun sipping a goose island and watching the Sox win is like euphoric feeling for me and i better be able to do that i better be able to do a lot of that this summer and if it is very well my last summer in chicago i am fucking ready for it so yeah we will be there vince in full effect Yes, sir. This was great. I thank everybody for listening. As always, we thank you. We appreciate you. Everything. Yeah. Season two. Season season two, 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 two. And that's good. On the two two twenty twos. Episode five in the books. As like, always. Like, comment, subscribe, do all that shit. Rate us now on the on the yeah, Spotify. Five stars, stars on five spots. Stars. Five stars, dog. Five stars. Please do. Vince, it's always a pleasure, my man. Happy we got it done. Everybody, we'll see you next week. Peace.